Welcome to the Rutledge Perspective. I'm your host, Laurel Rutledge, and this show is where we talk about things that are top of mind as you navigate your career or build your business. The plan is to get you out of your rut or talk you back off that ledge with insights and perspectives on the daily grind. Here, we speak the truth. Here, we challenge ideas. Here, we give ourselves grace. And along the way, we also have a little fun. Welcome to the village. This week on The Rutledge Perspective, I want to talk a little bit about this pressure to pivot. And that word is a word that has just become like standard fare in this pandemic time that we're in. Everybody is talking about the pivot. Pressure to pivot. Let's pivot. How do we pivot? Need to pivot. Gotta pivot. Pivot, pivot, pivot. And it's almost to the point where the word doesn't even have any meaning anymore because we've used it so much. Yet it's really the pressure around the word that makes it not as impactful anymore because it comes with so much responsibility and 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 pressure that it keeps us from actually doing what we need to do, which is making potential adjustments to the way we have been showing up, executing, planning because of circumstances that have now presented themselves. The other thing that using that word consistently means and the way we've been using it is that we've only been focusing on the changes that are coming to us externally as opposed to the changes that we feel internally, the misalignment that sometimes shows up. And I want to talk about both of those things in context, because as I have been stepping into this month and really stepping into the month of May with a whole different kind of attitude and aptitude and and perspective that I'll talk about at some point in time, probably on the radio show this week, is looking at pivot in a whole different way as it attaches to purpose as opposed to obligation. So let's talk pivot externally first. So because of all the changes we saw coming with the with the, the pandemic, and actually we didn't see them coming, they all kind of slapped us all in the face uh, unknowingly, we all of a sudden heard everybody talking about pivoting their business, which was important. Restaurants had to change the way they could serve, right? Now everybody's got the QR code, not everybody, but many people have the QR codes for their menus as opposed to having the plastic or the paper menus just for sanitary purposes. There is more outdoor seating. Uh, Organizations or restaurants that never had delivery all of a sudden were delivering. Services like DoorDash and Grubhub and Uber Eats and all that kind of thing kind of blew up. Although that was an interesting pivot because at the same time, you're looking at the whole COVID thing. So while people wanted to get food and needed it delivered, how comfortable were we with people we didn't know picking up our food and touching the food and bringing it to our houses? And I mean, it was just a hot mess all around, right? So everybody, all of us had to think about how we were doing business differently, how we were going to show up differently, how we were going to serve differently. And the pressure got higher and higher and higher because as this happened and as we all stayed home and got on Zoom and got on Google Meets and Teams and all these other kind of platforms, we had to figure out how to rise above the noise. How do we reach people again? Because now everybody's on social media because everybody's got time. There's nowhere else they're going. They're not commuting anymore, right? We're all attached to these devices, even in a different way than we were before. So how do we rise above? How do we change the way we've been engaging? Because our environment has shifted dramatically. 
How do leaders stay more connected to their people when they're not seeing them every day? How do leaders who were great leaders before, but they really like to connect in person, how do they still connect when they have to do it over a screen? How do those who are really involved in securing great talent change the mindset of leaders to say, you know what, now that we know people can really work remotely, I need you to think differently about whether or not people have to be in the office or whether they have to be located in our city or state or county or what have you. Because now our world is opened up and we can get great talent everywhere because all they have to do is have great technology and we can use them because we've shown we can work remotely. How do we change our thinking so that the pivot actually becomes a broadening of our perspectives around how we engage, how we do business and how we connect? When we had so many people who were in assisted living facilities or nursing homes and we couldn't go see them and you saw people showing up outside windows, right? Because they couldn't go in and visit their loved ones. Or we had organizations that were sending and donating iPads so people could at least connect electronically and having the people that were there that got the technology helping seniors who didn't get the technology so we could find a way to connect. If we were gonna have a pandemic, what better time when we actually had technology available where we could still connect even if we couldn't be person to person. The proliferation of, of plexiglass and, and plastic dividers and all that kind of stuff that enabled us to, to connect in ways that we couldn't before and made us change the way we thought about connection and the way we thought about relationships and the way we thought about doing business. That was a pivot, a change in perspective, right? We didn't have to completely throw the baby out with the bathwater. I mean, if you're manufacturing stuff, you still have machines that people have to come to work and manufacture. But those things that are back office, do they really have to be in an office space? And hopefully we'll figure out how to pivot with commercial real estate because that's going to be an interesting process going forward when everybody doesn't need as much office space. And so all of that external stuff, the pandemic and everything forced us to think differently about the way we do business, the way we engage with people, the way we show up. But because of that pressure, that focus on the practical, and I said this to a friend the other day, even for me, those the first four months of the year really had the practical overshadowing possibilities. And I like to live in possibilities, but man, that practical really started showing up strong and heavy and keep kept me from surrendering, my word for 2021, surrendering to the flow. So we have all these external things that really pressured us to pivot or to change. And that kept us from thinking more deeply and from taking advantage of the time that we had without the commutes, right? The time we had in our own spaces to think about the changes that we can make that helped us sit deeper into our purpose, helped us sit deeper into the things we really wanted to do and the way we wanted to serve and the way we wanted to deliver. And that pressure of pivoting was more around, well, now everybody's online, so everybody's a coach, everybody's a consultant, everybody's a insert thing here. So how do I differentiate myself? And those are, those are valid questions. What's also valid is the fact that we really are in a world where there is enough, right? That scarcity mindset drives us to do things that are, are not necessarily the right thing for us to do or the, the thing that really gets us where we want. That scarcity mindset also drives some, some interesting decisions. But because people are so different and because situations are different and because needs are different, there is always someone who needs you 
whether that is the person in your organization who is looking for a mentor or a sponsor, that is that new person who is now having to engage differently and just needs an anchor, someone who can help them get grounded, right, in your organization, whether that is the person out there who's looking to change a career or get back into the workforce and doesn't know how to do it, or is just trying to step into this new obligation or, or expectations that are being put upon them to be able to lead differently and show up and still perform when they have all kinds of stuff in their personal life that's pressure too. All of that stuff kind of took away from an opportunity for us to really dig deep into what is it we really want to do and what we want to try to do and how we want to serve and how we want to show up. And so I would argue that in this time of pivoting or changing our perspective or changing the way we do business, one of the key things for us to do is think about how we want to show up and deliver into our purpose, our genius, the gifts that we have that enable us to serve in a way that no one else can serve because each of us is individually unique. Each of us has a way of doing things that is unique to us and that serves a purpose and that someone needs. Whether that is someone in your organization who is looking for some help or that is your own business that you're trying to build. That product may be the same product that someone else is is manufacturing, but the way you do it and how you deliver it is different and it touches the lives of someone else. Maybe the way your organization gives back touches the heart of someone who is really looking for purpose-driven businesses. Maybe the way you advise someone is what they really need because it helps them think more about them and not just about external. How do we take the time during this space of all of this change and enable ourselves to get back to why we are doing what we want to do, why we are doing the thing and whatever that thing is, right? But why are we doing it? So that when we go back and then look at the thing we're doing, making sure that it is connected to that why. And then the change or the pivot that we make is because somehow maybe the why got misaligned. It's being really clear and being really aware of when things don't feel right. And when it doesn't feel right for extended periods of time, something's not aligned, something's not working. For me, this last four months, just sitting in that kind of craziness that said, wait, this doesn't make sense. I'm, I'm saying all the right things. People are saying the right things to me. I'm seeing it start to tick up, but it just doesn't, it's too much work, right? It's just too much work. It's too hard. And that's not about working hard because I get bored if I'm not working hard. That's not what I mean. But when it's too much effort and energy, maybe that's the better way to put it. When it's too much effort and energy and it doesn't ever feel like the effort and energy will be worth it or that, that, pressure of that effort and energy, it just takes so much for you to do the thing. Pause and evaluate why is it taking so much of my energy to make this change? Why is it so hard for me to do more recordings or to have more meetings or to be on Zoom or to do whatever it is? Why is it so hard and taking so much of my energy? If the answer is because it's just hard and you know that this is still on the path to where you're going, then you just kind of figure out a way to dig deeper, honor that energy drain in the moment and figure out a way to replenish so you can keep going. But if it is not aligned, if it is not connected, then give yourself the opportunity to figure out why, get really clear on that 
and then make the adjustment so you can move back into the thing that really drives your energy, that your energy is energized. For me, those things that are my root system, faith, family, friends, and health. And that health is financial, emotional, physical, right? All of those pieces of health, health with a big H, with a capital H, right? It, when those things are aligned, when those things are working, then everything else in my world, even if it's a hot mess, everything else, I'm good. I can make it work. I can figure it out. I can get clear. I can move in the right direction. But when that stuff is misaligned, something's not right. Something is not right. And when I figure that out, then I know I'm back on the right path. And I really mean back in that flow, right? Because the path may change. You may have to go left or right. You may have to go diagonal. You may have to go backwards in order to get back on the path, right? Of where you're going to that ultimate purpose, where you are driven, where your genius is, where you can serve bigger and better and broader. But if we force ourselves to just pivot, just because we're feeling all this external pain and we just pivot for the sake of pivoting, because everybody else says we're supposed to pivot, then we don't give ourselves the time to understand why we're making the change so that we can make a definitive decision around what change we need to make because not every change is the right change now sometimes we just need to change something because the pain is so bad we just got to do something different to alleviate the pain but even in that let's make sure we're aware that what we're trying to do is eliminate pain at this moment so whatever we can do to eliminate the pain then we can think about us what else we need to do later but the pain's got to go now and that's okay sit in that own that sometimes the pain just got to go and it's all right but take this time to really understand if you're going to make a change, why you're making it. And when you understand why, what are the things you need to do to make that change so that it is effective along your road to the goal you're trying to meet, the purpose you're trying to fulfill. Surrendering to that flow that is yours and only yours so that you can serve in a way that is uniquely you. Because in my mind, at least the Rutledge perspective, it's all about service. It's all about purpose. It's all about how you show up to do bigger and better things in the service of others. Because as you're serving, prosperity comes. And that's prosperity with a big P. Prosperity in terms of time, prosperity in terms of resources, prosperity in, term, prosperity in terms of impact. All of those kinds of things. And it's important for us to really take that time to understand why things aren't working. Because time is not renewable. As my friend Liv says often, time is not renewable. Energy can be, but time is not renewable. So let's spend our time getting clear so we can make definitive decisions, so we can live the purpose that we're put on this earth to live. Thank you once again for tuning in to The Rutledge Perspective this week. I love spending this time with you guys. I love spending time with you on the radio show. I love your engagement. Thank you for all your questions and your DMs. I just, I really, really enjoy it. And I am so thoroughly honored and humbled and appreciative of the time you spend with me because we all have choices. And the fact that you choose to spend some of your time with me is just magical. And I appreciate it so much. Go out this week. Think deeply about your purpose. Give yourself the grace of time right? Because time is not renewable. Give yourself the grace of time to really sit in that why and understand where you're going. If something doesn't feel right, to understand why it doesn't and be able to make a change or a pivot to the thing that does feel right. Have a fantastic rest of your week. I will catch you next week on The Rutledge Perspective. You have been listening to The Rutledge Perspective podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. If we've given you a new perspective or helped you clarify your own, 
please leave us a review, send us your comments, give us a five-star rating. We take that information seriously and it helps us to decide what our next episodes will be. Now you can find more information about this and other episodes of the show on laurelrutledge.com. And you can subscribe to the show wherever you get your favorite podcasts. You can also follow me on social media. And if there's someone that you think would enjoy or benefit from the Rutler's Perspective podcast, please pass it along.